Picasso Apostle Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Paso Paso Podcast. My name is Miles and I am happy to be here with you. Uh, we are speaking with Siobhan Bonnie O'Rourke, my wife and also a mother here in Taos. Uh, this is a part two. Would you like to say hello? Hi, how's it going? Cool. Um, and in our last discussion, we did discuss um, a bit about your experience here in Taos, raising a child, um, as well as uh, some of the other mothers and parents you hang out with and what um, those activities look like. Um, how you met them through some of our local community resources like First Steps, um, and also a bit of compare and contrast with American health uh, coverage and experiences for parents um, and what they have to go through compared with that of those in Australia, your native country. Um, now that we've you know uh, gotten in there a little bit with respect to this topic, um, as your first time on the program here, um, what would, what would be next on your mind as far as things we haven't discussed that you'd like to share? Nothing comes to mind. <laughs> you want to say hi? Yeah, I'm surrounded by Elmo right now. Let's talk about that. It's all about Elmo. Let's just take it back to the beginning. You know, we we talked a bit about COVID and such. Is this my coffee right here? Yeah. But what what is it like being a a parent for the first time? Um, I mean, I love it. I wanted it. <laughs> I chose to become a parent. Um, I'm in a, you know, wonderful relationship and we're pretty comfortable. We're um, not, yeah. Yeah, so I felt like a, in a supported position to be able to have a child right now. Yeah. Um, the hardest thing for me is just, yeah, being away from where I'm from, my family and old friends. Um, I'm super grateful for the new friends, like we were talking about last time, that, yeah, especially that group of mum and baby people. It's just like I really don't know how I would be feeling right now if I hadn't made strong connections with other mums around the same with babies around the same age. Yeah. It's been huge for me. Yeah. Um, we talked a little bit about how you met some of those other mothers who have children of the same ages, many of whom are first-time parents, if not second-time, with children yeah. that are of relatively similar age. Uh-huh. And you you mentioned that you met some of them through some of our services here in town. Yeah. Um, have you met others? Uh, or, or is that a way that you think is kind of... It sounds like it was kind of key to you meeting other parents, but... Contrasting with that, are there other parents of kids of similar ages who you've met otherwise? Well, I think there's a whole nother group, but that's because you had kids that are a bit older. Okay. And so I guess we know parents of kids around those ages, maybe like um, between, you know, well, just older kids. Yeah. Um. So I guess I already knew some of those people. And some and of the, those folks are having younger yeah, kids as well. So. Yeah, so that was really cool also. But I guess, yeah, to have to meet people with who are going through the same things at the same time is really cool. Yeah. Um, 
and especially for me, I think everyone, you know, everyone needs community support, all of that kind of stuff. But of course, it's on a spectrum of people who are like more or less extroverted or introverted and what people's needs are. And I guess I'm, I've always been pretty familiar with what I need. And I knew that I needed, yeah, to find people and community. So, yeah, it's been really great. Um, sorry, what was your question? Oh, have I met other people? I mean, I'm just thinking about, you know, obviously this is a Paso Paso podcast and it's a network of early childhood providers like Tiwa Babies, First Steps, Los Angelitos, all those things. And so I don't want it to be biased in that we're saying, oh, well, this is the only way to go because it's not. There's lots of different ways that people raise children and engage with services or don't. And that's something we're always open to. But it does sound like from your instance, outside of my work with Paso, which Uh you don't still don't know that much about right mm-hmm. um that it just so happens that your interactions and meeting other parents through first steps and those sorts of um children's trust fund opportunities um was helpful for you building community as a young parent well i think it depends on you as a person like some people there are plenty of things online so for some people maybe that would work out well like there's a few different groups here in Taos. Like I think one's called Taos Mountain Mummers. Yeah. And another one. Yeah, that people have just started at some point and they're, you know, pretty easy to access if that's the kind of way that you like to communicate with people. I've seen things on there, you know, um, like invitations to do things with other people. And then, yeah, I guess for me the way that I met a lot of these people was through the actual in-person stuff. So that was obviously pre-2020. Yeah. But um, like a the breastfeeding group, Cafe Con Leche, mm-hmm. through First Steps. Um, but again, it wasn't straight out of those groups that these that this bigger group that I'm a part of formed. It was like an organic kind of process where – people might have met each other through those groups but then, you know, maybe kept in touch and someone was like, oh, let's get together more often or something. Mm. So I guess if I was speaking to myself um, before I'd met these people or whatever, or, yeah, to people who maybe would like community but they don't know how to get it, I guess – um, I just any time you see something like a like this group is happening or this yeah even just the social media stuff any way to feel connected to other people is really important especially right now yeah so I'd encourage that cool reaching out um granted COVID has changed things we already had yeah. an interview uh, with Nikki from. Uh, twirl um, regarding the way in which it changed access to their playground, which is a huge asset to our community and to parents of young children as far as a, a public, um, free, accessible opportunity for socialization and fun and, you know, especially on nice days. With that not being accessible right now um, and other things, um, 
are there things that you would like to see in Taos? Let's 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 think post COVID. Uh-huh. Um, you know some of the things that exist already. Uh-huh. Um, are there things that you'd like to see in Taos that you think would be um, helpful for not only supporting parents of young children, but also children themselves. Um, yeah. Something we talk a lot about on this podcast is that children, just because they're very young people, aren't any less important yeah. than adults. And so how can, how can Taos do a better job of supporting our youngest citizens as well as their parents? Hmm, yeah, good question. Um, I guess... Any opportunity for them to be exposed to different types of things. I mean, getting outside is really great. And I know of a few informal, like forest school kind of ideas. Um, I think that's really cool. And at least that kind of thing can still be sort of going on. It's a bit colder right now, but at least even with COVID happening, people can still go outside, you know here and there um that's really important um I mean it'd be great uh I mean whoa it's kind of big I haven't thought about post yeah (laughs) just been so in it but I mean for Roscoe anyway I would love because we're in a smaller place too um I would love for him to see different things and um I guess any festivals that'll be great when we can like go and take him to things that are happening like seeing big art things going on outside or inside or whatever or like music events just you know all of that kind of stuff I mean I think everyone is looking forward to those kinds of things being a reality again yeah and little kids are no different. I like the idea of being able to take them along with you to lots of stuff. Not just like kid events, but just, you know, mm-hmm. family things. Yeah. And I think the town of Taos does yeah. a pretty good job as far as like, um, I think the movies in the park are really awesome. Yeah. Um, and uh, that What's that art festival called in the uh, streets? Paseo, yeah. Paseo Project stuff. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Kids. And I know it's great that um, UNM Taos through the Harwood Museum of Art does some uh, children's art programming. Um, and even, you know, with our schools, shout out to Paula and Enos Garcia. Um, they're hiring an after-school coordinator soon to help uh, create and maintain after-school programming there. And I think Taos as a whole is going in a good direction with um, finding new ways to support families and parents and grandparents raising grandchildren and um in a lot of ways, I think COVID has kind of almost furthered that work because it's made folks in the school have to pay attention uh, to the child and child's environment at home, which is something that's kind of added on to the the role of being a teacher in school. But now is is definitely become a part of that during COVID as as kids are in the environments they are at home in order to log on to school, and so everything's becoming one uh, in in the forefront of our site rather than just in the background as it had been before. Yeah. Which I'm a fan of because I've always seen things that way. Well, um, I really appreciate you sharing your insights and experiences here, mm-hmm. um, private topics. And um, in our last couple of minutes, anything else you'd like to share? Uh, any words of advice for the parents out there? Um, obviously, we want to give a shout out to all parents and, and families and grandparents and friends and aunts and uncles and neighbors doing what they can through this entire period. Um, and, 
through generations of helping each other. Um, also special um, appreciation acknowledgement to those who are struggling either with sickness or loss of loved ones, loss of employment, housing difficulties, um, transportation issues, all the things that people in our community face every day. And I uh, just want to say that if you know someone that's in those positions, feel free to to attempt to reach out. Um, there aren't easy solutions for everything, but um, it definitely is possible that being in touch with someone about them can be helpful. And, and PASO and, and um, many of organizations and schools help to do as much as we can in that way. Also, all our food banks, Sin Fronteras, all these organizations are doing wonderful work and doing as much as they can. But sorry, any anything last words? Um, well, I just take my hat off to anyone who's, well, everyone right now. Everyone's got their own things going on that they're dealing with. But um, yeah, like single moms, you know, who have to try and keep it all going, maybe working and being a single mom, like, yeah, without much support, I really... Yeah, we try, like with the mums group that we have, there are, you know, lots of different people in that, some single mums, and so we try and help each other out where we can. Um, But yeah, I just really, yeah, think it's amazing what people do just in their day-to-day lives. So good on you, you know, keep it up, keep trying your best. Reach out if you see things because there are great services out there. Um, so yeah, thanks cool. for thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Um, last thoughts. Um, yes, thanks again to the Keeler Foundation for supporting this podcast, as well as KNCE and all our uh, listeners out there and subscribers um, to the podcast. Uh, if you'd like to get to know Paso Paso better, um, as well as the organizations that are part of that network who are waiting um, and actively helping families in our community and, and would love to help you um, in whatever way is, is possible for those organizations, depending on what they they address, uh, feel free to check out pasotaos.org. That's pasotaos, P-A-S-O-T-A-O-S dot O-R-G. Um, there's also a button on there that uh, you'll see at the top of the screen that says families. When you click on that, you'll see uh, different buttons that address different needs of families and children. And if you click on one, such as let's say activities, uh, you might see links to Twirl, links to Imagination Library, uh, Taos Loves Kids, um, aka Children's Trust Fund, and opportunities to support your family with free uh, services and activities and programs. Um, Imagination Library, who we interviewed previously, is uh, nearing their uh, most subscribed uh, children ever in our Taos community. So feel free to check out Imagination Library and please subscribe there. Get free books mailed to you um, once a month, um, ages zero to five, and um, other good stuff like that. So thanks a lot. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you, Siobhan. And uh, we'll see you and hear you and uh, provide stuff for you to listen to here again on the Paso podcast. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Paso Paso. <laughs> Podcast. Mm-hmm.